they are an extension of your company. If somebody doesn't renew a lease, they're not going to say, well, it was because of Acme Plumbing. It was like, no, who's ever in charge of my house maintenance is the reason I'm not renewing. Actually just making sure not only from a legal side and protection side, but also from a quality of service side, um, making sure that you've got quality vendors. Welcome to the Property Management Brainstorm Show with Bob Preston. Bob is the president, owner, and broker of North County Property Group, the fastest growing and top-ranked property management company in North County, San Diego. This podcast is for property owners and investors who are considering hiring a professional property management company to manage their property assets. You'll hear from leading professionals on the best practices surrounding the San Diego rental market, what's involved in successfully renting your property, and how to make sure your property is managed correctly. Now, here is your host, Bob Preston. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Property Management Brainstorm Podcast. I'm Bob Preston, your host, broadcasting from our studio at North County Property Group in Del Mar, California. On today's episode, we're going to discuss one of the most important aspects of being a landlord, and that's keeping your property well-maintained with the proper set of ongoing repairs. There's nothing worse if you're a tenant than living in a rental property, which accumulates a long list of deferred maintenance items. And our guest on the show today is the co-founder and CEO of one of our partners here at North County Property Group, Ray Hespin of Property Meld. And thank you, Ray, for being on the show today. Hey, thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. Yes. And uh, we've never actually met, but we're connected on LinkedIn. And as I mentioned, we're one of your customers. So uh, we've been with you now for about six months. I love the product. And in kind of preparing for this podcast, I was looking at your company information and your LinkedIn profile. And I love that tagline you guys use, right? It's like coordinating maintenance shouldn't be so hard. And and I love that because sometimes it can be. So for starters, maybe you can just tell us about yourself, your company, what you're trying to do to make maybe maintenance easier and, and blaze new trails. I'll give a little bit of background about myself. I actually, my background is in operations and manufacturing. I'm, I'm a degreed mining engineer, which usually gets people a little uh, thrown off the where are you? Where are you calling in from today? By the way, you know you're uh, remote south, today. So. Head, headquartered in South Dakota, so oh, flip okay. the camera around. We got a great office here um, in the area, but yeah, South Dakota. It's starting to get a little colder right now than than where you're at, Bob. Are you in that cold streak we're having right now? Are you? It's, <laughs> you it's, know what? I keep saying <laughs> that it's like some weird thing, but it, no, it just happens. It happens okay. when you live here. It's just part right. of life. But anyways, <laughs> so yeah, my background's in operations and. Uh, if you can imagine being in the construction materials industry in between 2009 and 2014, it wasn't a lot of fun. You're not uh, printing cash. You're figuring out how to run leaner, smarter, more intelligently, deliver the same quality, same environmental um, constraints, same, same safety, and uh, do it with less. And so that's how my mind has always been wired. So joined the company and uh, started the company in 2014. And what we do is we automate the maintenance coordination process. So we kind of took that opportunity and found some real process optimization stuff and, and went after it. How would you describe your offering? Is it a software as a service? Is it a property management platform? I mean, people have their own like ways they like to describe their product. Tell us what yours is. So we are a software as a service. So, so it's a software platform that actually is a tool that property management firms use. 
to ensure consistent and reliable troubleshooting with some ease, and then ensure that follow-up automatically happens. The, the renter and the, and the repair person's getting things scheduled, that it gets done in a time effective way, that the renter's happy. And so we automate a lot of those steps for property management firms. That's what the software does. By the way, to our audience, I know some of the answers to these, but with Ray as a guest, I mean, I, I like to hear it from him. And so I'm going to ask some at times softball questions, but that's cool because uh, then he can answer them the way he wants to for his company and the way they should be answered. So look, when you started Property Meld, I'm certain you spoke to a lot of landlords, a lot of property managers to understand the ways. And, and I know you talked about your own experiences, right? And uh, management of facilities and uh, warehouses and things. But I mean, what were the old ways people were doing this? What did you hear when you started talking to property managers? I mean, I'm sure it was like this, oh my God, I can't believe they're still doing it this way kind of reaction, right? So there was definitely that, but I'll even tell you, it actually starts with the genesis of, of our company. So my co-founder, David Kingman, he actually was a renter at a unit and uh, he got a, an email from the landlord basically said, got your request and looped in the person doing the maintenance and the renter. And it was like the most terrible experience of the renter. Like, hey, maintenance person, um, you have to coordinate with the renter directly. You need to respond in X amount of time. If you don't, like, you're the, like it's this giant rule thing in an email. And as a renter, it was this, it was similar where it was like, contact this person directly. If you don't hear from them in 12 hours, it felt like, like this logic leap that you had to follow to to get maintenance done and anyways uh not only was the email like terrible the process followed and he became super frustrated as a renter trying to just get a repair done and that's the big reason why people become renters they don't deal with that no that's true because when you're renting you have a property management company or a landlord or somebody you can turn to you don't have to unclog the toilet or fix the garbage disposal you should be able to just kind of make a call, send a text or an email and it should get handled, right? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Like plunging toilets. Yeah. We hear people that get those and it's like, how do you adequately like, Hey, you're kind of like, you still have to be an adult, but yeah, they want you rent. So you don't have to be a homeowner. Homeownership's great. You get to fix all the stuff that breaks. You know, it used to be renters were people who couldn't get houses. Like that's not the case anymore. Renters are people who don't want to manage a home. And so if you take away one of the biggest fundamental benefits of renting, you leave that particular landlord or property manager. And uh, the data backs it up too. I've heard a stat on that, uh, and I don't know where it came from. 30 plus percent of yeah. lease renewals or leases don't renew because of their maintenance experience. Man, you, you've already got my talk track. So oh, yeah. no. You, I, I'm asking you. I've, I heard that somewhere. Talk to me about that. I'm a firm believer in fundamental maintenance being great for the bottom line. And the reason I'm taught this is not just there's a process, but you know the, the stat that you had mentioned, behind rent price, the number one reason that you'll get a churn renter is because of poor maintenance experience. And it's, it's almost a third of all lease churn is because of bad maintenance. And you think about it as whether you're a landlord or a property manager, there's tons of work that when a renter leaves, right? You've got to go do a move out inspection. You've got to fight the deposit fight. You've got to rehab it to where it's ready to go. Clean it, paint, get it rent ready. And that costs money and coordination time. Then you've got to market it, show it. Um, and then you got to redraft up a lease, place them, and then do move-in inspection. Like there's a And every day you're going through that, that's time and money that is out of the pocket of both the owner and the property management company. Exactly. And back to your original question. So I, I was in manufacturing before 
I didn't one day like have the magic experience behind like what would make a positive maintenance experience. Before we started the company, I went and I went and listened to the process of maintenance. And I can tell you it was almost always consistently inconsistent. I listened and it was, well, how's the troubleshooting happening? Like what's the consistent, like, oh, we do it sometimes. We get busy, we don't do it. You know, all right, so you're doing that. Now, how do you make sure that the renter is getting taken care of? How are you following up with the repair? to make sure it's happening. Well, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Sometimes somebody's supposed to let me know. Well, how do you know that's happening 100% of the time? Long story short, we just delve into the process of maintenance and said, number one, super inconsistent. And we can see where quality issues that my co-founder experience are not unique. And number two, there's a ton of opportunities to automate a lot of these steps. And so that was the foundation uh, of our company. When I found you guys. Uh, this is a true story. Uh, I was sitting in my office one day and I could hear the phone ringing off the hook, you know, kind of out in our bullpen area. And it was, for the most part, renters calling in to coordinate a maintenance activity. And I don't even know what they were, but I could just hear it going on. Well, let me, you know, our, our property manager's out of the office at the moment, but let me see if I can get a hold of them and then we'll call you back. Right. So there's one lost, you know, opportunity and time delay. And then it was like, well, yeah, okay, the property manager says we can go ahead with this, but let me get a hold of the let me get a hold of the plumber or the electrician or what right. And so here's another time delay and another phone call made and by another you know, so I was like watching this go on and how inefficient it was. And I and I was kinda like you, there's gotta be a better way. And then I ran into you guys, I think it was at NARPUM or one of the conferences, and I'm like, okay, I gotta figure out a way to get this into our company. <laughs> so that's a true story. I love stories like that, you know, and I'll tell you, so when I used to do demonstrations and stuff to property management firms, there was literally nothing better than being on the call back. Hold on. I got to answer this. And yeah, back, all right. right. <laughs> and it was a maintenance and like they were, and I'm like, well, what do they want? <laughs> and uh, they'd be like, well, they can't, the vendor, the plumber can't get a hold of the renter. And it's like, Hey, let me show you this next cool functionality. Hey, this is a good segue because, I mean, I we're kind of hopping around here and this is really fun, but you talked about kind of efficiencies and I described, I wouldn't say our way was old school because we manage a lot of properties and, and of course our phone rings all the time mm -hmm. anyway, but tell us your way versus kind of this old school way that maybe before you started the company, you heard about from... I don't know, maybe individual landlords or even property managers who are doing it, who are kind of managing maintenance the old school way, email, calls, you know, lots of texts, whatever. Tell us your way through property mail. Well, I'll tell you, and, and even just to start on the old way, that's what you, that's what it was. It was conventional emails, phone calls, text messages, looping a variety of people in and uh, trying to do that in a, in a systematic way when repairs don't go systematically, right? I mean, mm -hmm. it's, if you chart out a, a, a how repair goes, whether you automate it or not, it can be a rat's nest, you know, because sometimes you got to go out there and it's not who needs to do the job. Or sometimes you go out there and there needs to be approval for something. And how do you manage that in a consistent and effective way? And it was phone calls, emails, using accounting systems to basically manage work orders. And it's just not a very robust way to handle it. And so what we basically said was, you know, even though it is a complicated process, maintenance can be a complicated process, it follows very common paths. And so our philosophy is how do we create a conveyor belt and using technology? We just want to connect the dots for you. And in the instances that things aren't going correctly, we raise it up to the property manager and say, somebody needs to take a look at this. Mm -hmm. So instead of like a maintenance coordinator or a property manager managing every single service issue that comes through the door, they do their thing. They initially troubleshoot it using some of the tools that we have. 
and then they kick it out. And if everything's going according to plan, they don't hear about it. If things aren't going according to plan, we raise the flag and say, hey, you need to uh, check into this. And we've got automation that you know follows up. It'll actually schedule between the provider and the renter automatically, verifies completion and ensures the renter is happy. Your service, your product provides a platform to kind of get that process started. Then what happens? Like, okay, so the, the maintenance facilitator does what? Is it a text? Is it an email? Is it to the vendor? Is it to the tenant? Is it to the owner? How does that, there's kind of a triangulation here, right? So the first thing I'll say is if phone call is a heavy form of how you're, you operate. In 2019, this is the first year that spam calls outnumber real phone calls. And so that's why renters are getting harder and harder to get a hold of on the phone. So we utilize a variety of tools, email and text messaging to communicate. That's the first part. So using the troubleshooting, being able to get them videos on how to um, solve their own problems, some of the simple ones to save money is really important and make the renter happy because they just got it fixed right then. But in the event that that doesn't happen, um, the system, you, you can choose which vendor that, that you want to use for that particular thing. And it will actually schedule an incredibly fast time the provider, so the plumber, the electrician, with the renter automatically. It'll ensure that both parties are there, sending reminders to ensure there's no missed appointments. And then it'll automatically go out and ensure that that vendor electrician is done. And the renter agrees that this was done to their satisfaction. Um, using a variety of tools, but heavy, heavy text message and email. I love it. So, I mean, efficiency is the name of the game. Is that right? Is that a good way of looking at this? Yeah. I mean, you know, especially property management firms, there's powers of numbers at scale, right? So when you do the same job, when you're processing hundreds of service issues a month, that's where you can really start to provide efficiency and make a consistent high quality experience that that is significantly lower cost than somebody operating just a few units. Very true. Well, that's an interesting point. I mean, this is not a system really for the do-it-yourself landlord who has one or two rental properties, right? I mean, this is intended for professional property managers with large portfolios for the most part? That is correct. I mean, it's a it's a system, right? It's very tough to uh, implement an entire system if you're only going to use it a few times a month or a few times mm-hmm. a quarter. And so, um, yeah, so we don't, uh, we, we highly discourage really small portfolios. Sure. I mean, I like having people like Property Meld on the program. This is sort of a, a statement to our listeners because you might be evaluating whether you're going to manage your properties yourself or whether you're going to hire a company like North County Property Group to professionally property manage your property. And you just need to know that we have these tools that are available to us, like the one raise company Property Meld provides that allow us to do this process so more efficiently than maybe you might as an individual investor. So I would encourage you just to consider that kind of in your evaluation process if you're, you're trying to decide what to do with your particular investment property. Can I throw some extra stuff in there, Bob? Yeah, I'm, go for it. I'm a data-driven guy. Me personally, like when we sit there and we evaluate, like we as a company monitor the entire platform's renter satisfaction. We know how happy renters are in the month of July for nearly every state in the United States in terms of their renter satisfaction. So we measure that. And one of the things that we've started to measure too is when property management firms even allow investors to do some of their own repairs. And certainly I understand like some people do that, but the thing that we've realized is through that, those ratings are usually about half. And the reason that I'm a huge advocate of providing the sort of data and information to investors is at the end of the day, you wanna make the most possible money that you can out of your investment. 
And if you sit there and think that, you know, saving 40 bucks because you can find somebody a little bit cheaper or maybe not licensed and bonded, we're seeing pretty consistent results that it's really low. And those statistics I gave you earlier, 31%. On the flip side, a really positive maintenance experience yields a renewal of 46%. By that, I mean, out of all the renewals, 46% of them list that the quality of maintenance was the reason they renewed. Yeah, all really good points because, I mean, we do have some owners who like to get involved and oftentimes that causes delays in getting things resolved too because then the owner gets there, they need a fitting because they're, they're, they consider themselves handy, they got go to go to Home Depot, whatever, you know, whatever the scenario might be. Whereas if they just you know, let us handle it because we know how to do this and we've got the processes to be able to do it quickly and correctly. Well, and you even think, I mean, if you save 50 bucks on a repair, is it worth a $2,500 turnover process? You know, and that's the big thing. How do you ensure consistent and reliable renter satisfaction? Because that's going to give you your highest chance of renewal and the the highest yield and return for an investor. Mm -hmm. Earlier, you called the maintenance process, or it can be, it's not always, but it can be a rat's nest. I call it whack-a-mole, right? (laughs) Kind of the same concept. Because the reason we call it whack-a-mole is that you don't always know what you're dealing with when you go in. A tenant may report that there's a problem, and we try to triage it the best we can to diagnose it in advance and then send the right kind of vendor. But sometimes what you think might be a plumbing issue turns out to be more of a issue related to something else, and then you've got to send a different type of a vendor and then, you know, you got to whack that mole and then it's over here, pop. And then it turns out the leak that you thought was in the family room was really coming from a pipe that's in the living room. And now we've got to get it, you know, so you just really never quite know when you're going in. Right. So I guess how does property meld help us in those scenarios where you, where you just really kind of don't know? Uh, a repair. And this is something when we onboard new employees, we talk about how many people can be involved in a repair. Mm-hmm. Like you got the renter or renters, multiple renters at that unit. You've got the property managers manager, maybe a maintenance coordinator, maybe you've got a technician in, in combination with a vendor um, that is doing some work to combat this. Sometimes you have to get uh, the broker of the company involved um, working with the investor to figure out the best way. Like, And so you're sitting there going like, hold on a second, there's five, six, seven people involved on this. And right. by the way, it's a ticking time clock. You've got three and a half days to get this resolved or you're gonna have a torqued tenant. So it's how do you manage these sorts of things in an expedited fashion? And that's where systems and processes to catch these sorts of things and figure out when it needs to move along to the next person is so critical. Yeah, no, I get it. Cause you have multiple people and you're going back and forth and to have the, the pl- platform and the ease of communication between all those parties so they can all, all communicate to each other on the same platform is super helpful. One of the significant challenges we had before implementing your system, and this sounds like it should be easy and basic, but it wasn't, was the confirmation that a repair was completed and done correctly. I don't know if you ever hear this, but unless we would finally go, oh, I wonder if that job got done, and you'd have to almost like set yourself a reminder or an alarm to call the vendor back, and oftentimes we wouldn't know that either until we called back and got confirmation, and asked them to send photos or until we got an invoice in the mail. How's that different with your system? Or let's throw in a third option, Bob, which is the renter called you and told you. Right. Yes, that happens too. Sometimes we would have to call the tenant. So that's one of the big things that, you know, when we do process evaluations, because that's how we decide who's a good potential fit for property meld. One of the questions we ask is, how do you know it's done? And when do you know it's done? 
And so if somebody tells us we wait till the invoice, that's a great confirmation. But how do you know it didn't? Well, and sometimes we don't get the invoice for two, three weeks, right? So what's happened? What's been going on since then? <laughs> exactly. And then what happens if it doesn't ever show up? That means right. they may like <laughs> it never got done. Yeah. Never, never done it. And then that's when your true alarm is going to go off. And that's the renter who's irate. And now you're going to be spending emergency money to ensure that you get it fixed. And emergency money costs significantly more than planned money. You know, plumbers charge more after six o'clock at night or, right. you know, I mean, and so the big thing there is, is you have to confirm same day or day after it's a must. And so with property mail, because we schedule the system schedules between the provider and the renter, our system is sending out reminders to ensure that that repair is going down as planned. And then it'll even follow up with that plumber or electrician text message and email and ask, is this done yet? Is it done yet? And what the software cares about is, is this work done? Because as soon as we verify that, we're going to make sure that the story is the same size on the renter. Because the last thing you want to get is a bill from somebody and uh, the work never got done. So it's going to ensure that on both ends it gets resolved. Yeah. And for the listeners, the vernacular that you guys use in your system, uh, what you kind of just described, it's called a meld, right? So the meld actually gets closed upon the vendor confirming that the job's done. And we require photos, by the way. They can uh, upload their photos, upload their invoice into the meld system, send it to us. And upon confirmation, receiving that, then our property manager or our facilitator can close it out. So it's kind of a, I consider it to be a much more closed loop system than what we had before, which is incredibly helpful. I can't even tell you. Well, I love hearing that story, Bob. And it goes back to that conveyor part where it's like, raise the flag if this isn't going according to plan. If you know that it was scheduled, the system knows that it's scheduled and it passed and it never got closed, that's that flag. Because again, it's about protecting that renter experience to ensure that they stay. And so, you know, at least if you can catch it in a couple few days, you can have an opportunity to fix it and keep that renter still happy. But if you're talking weeks, you're so far behind the eight ball that no matter the money and resources you spend, they're already torqued. And uh, it's just only going to add to the statistics of the non-renewal. Well, and the owner might be torqued too, because in the meantime, there might be some ongoing problem that's creating additional property damage <laughs> if it doesn't get fixed yeah, Very quickly. true. So, Hey, yeah, don't mind the water in the face, but it's only been four days. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Or I don't even want to project uh, we won't tell scenarios. We won't go there. Yeah. So, okay, we tend to focus on our tenants and our owners primarily in this business, but the vendors are important too. Sometimes we have to stop and remember that, that the vendors are kind of like our lifeline, if you will. They're the people we call when we need people to go whack that mole or to get something fixed. Mm -hmm. So I've heard you talk about your feedback system or your surveys. I, I'm not sure exactly how you phrased it, but it sounds like you have mechanisms in place where you can kind of pull the field, if you will, and get feedback. Tell us what vendors are saying. So we'll just start with the initial problem. Like, you know, it's always important to understand the why anybody would use it. If you just dictate and mandate and say, hey, you need to use this because this property management firm told you to, like you're in for an uphill battle. So um, one of the things that we really work on is, is they've got two large challenges. One is getting a hold of the renter to schedule a repair. It's the biggest problem that, that vendors will say. Um, number two is just general communication, whether it be with you, whether it be with the renter, before or after the fact, they need to get an approval for a repair. Those are all things that are a huge challenge for them. So we make sure upfront that we, we monitor and manage that. Overwhelmingly, the vendor adoption is really good because we do solve the problems. And the thing we always say is, you know, change is always difficult, trying a new thing. 
but we incorporate a lot of text message and email as well for vendors. So it's as easy as clicking a link in a text and it pulls up on your phone. Um, you don't even have to install an application. So we went through big hurdles to make sure that the adoption for that lifeblood worked really well. And the great thing is we have vendors actually referring us to property management firms. We've got vendors servicing national clients with property mail because it does solve that. We've had some vendors that have, they've liked the system so much they've recommended it to their other. I love it. So hopefully you're it. getting some indirect um, references. Yeah, we view our vendors as an extension of our company because if we send somebody out and they're a poor quality vendor or they don't do a good job, it's a reflection on on our company. So we put all of our vendors through a vetting process before we'll even send them out on, on a job. And some people might call it an approved vendors list. We call it a preferred vendor program. And in that program, we have to get the obvious things. We have to get all their licenses. We have to get them to submit an application. They send us our name as additional insured on their proof of insurance declaration. We have a subcontractor agreement. And finally, they have to register and set up an account and property meld. And if they're not willing to do that, then they can't be a vendor. I mean, that's just how we run the program. Well, and I'll even say too, Bob, one of the tools we didn't talk about is property meld. You know, those surveys that go out to renters, we get, it's almost nearly on a third of all services, you know, every mm -hmm. meld completed, um, we get feedback from the renter. We actually provide that information back to the property manager and let you know who your high performing vendors are and who your low are because they are an extension of your company. If somebody doesn't renew a lease, they're not gonna say, well, it was because of Acme Plumbing. It was like, no, whoever's in charge of my house maintenance is the reason I'm not renewing. You know, whoever's in charge of this, I'm not renewing. So actually just making sure not only from a legal side and protection side, but also from a quality of service side, um, making sure that you've got quality vendors running out. And I can give an anecdotal example, or not an anecdotal, well, this is a real life example. It's, sort of anecdotally, but we had a, a property manager that, uh, that was sitting there running, we'll track time to how long it takes. And they had a handyman taking six days and that's what they would do. They would submit it out and they would get an invoice. Well, you don't know how long it's actually taken them to do the work. Oh my goodness, yeah. This handyman's taking six days to do the job and they had no clue prior to implementing property mail. They're like, six days for handyman work? No way, you're killing us. We didn't know it, but you were killing us killing, you know, the, the investors, the renters, like, let's just get you yeah. out. And, and those feedback tools are super important. I mean, you have, obviously you have to make sure the job is quality job and gets done correctly, but it's also speed and precision, right? I mean, that, and that's, I think goes back to your, one of your opening statements about efficiency. It's just got to be done efficiently and quickly. Otherwise mm -hmm. it just, I uh, always tell my team, I can't stand when things are lingering, right? Just dri First of all, it just drives me crazy. I'm a big list guy. Mm -hmm. And so I'm constantly, constantly trying to check things off my list. That's just the way I've always run my businesses, you know? So right. it drives me crazy if things don't get done quickly. Now, what about fee benefits to the tenants? I know we've talked about tenant satisfaction and lease renewal and all this kind of stuff, but we live today in kind of a self-service world, right? Mm -hmm. And it seems to me that what you're talking about is kind of putting that self-service capability with this with your property melt system in the hands of the tenant so that they can quickly and easily request a service or what we call in this business a work order. I'll tell you a really funny story. So first of all, you're 100% correct. And you see like all the consumer grade experiences, like they're all self-service. Like now most pizza providers tell you who's making your pizza, when it's made, when it's out the door, where like sometimes even where it's at on a map and when it's about to arrive. 
ride sharing services, um, UPS, FedEx, Amazon services, live tracking on the app. Like there's no more of this call here to find out what's going on. And so you think about this consumer grade experience that everybody's having elsewhere. We just basically said, this makes a ton of sense to do it here. And I'll, I'll tell you uh, this great, great story because one, something we'll hear sometimes is, well, I love to create that personal experience. I'm going to give a newsflash to people. Renters just want their crap fixed. Like they don't (laughs) care if it's a nice person with a great Southern accent on the phone. Like they don't care, fix my AC unit. And one of the things we even asked, I was on a panel um, in Atlanta, I believe. And these property, you know, I was in panel of property managers. And one of them said, well, how about, you know, the detriment to the user, you know, the, the people experience. And I said, out of all the people that all the systems we use, some of them out of the ones that give us phone support, which one of us prefer not to call and we want to email it or submit a ticket or tech, like a digital form of communication. It was almost unanimous. Nobody wants to call anymore. And I think last year, 90% of pizza orders, pizza, which is universal, that's probably like the best demographic for a renter, pizza orders, 90% of them were done via a web-based device smartphone, tablet, computer, they're not calling them in anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, it's gotten to the point. I mean, we, we really like it too, because when our renters or tenants use your system, then it also officially logs it with us as a work order right? versus these other disparate communication sources. It could be a text, it could be an email, it could be a phone call to a cell phone that you know, somebody's out in the field, it could be come into our office to our receptionist. And then that requires that person to remember, first of all, and then to, to swivel their chair, and then enter it again. So, you know, it just is like so much more efficient, you know, to just get it directly into the system. And so that's why we love it too. Hey, listen, I could go on talking to you about this kind of stuff forever. This has been a great conversation, but we do need to wrap up in the interest of time. Do you have any last comments or tips or pointers for our listeners that they should take away from this? So I think the big one that we really nailed down is is maintenance is important. It'll cost you money if you do it poorly and rely on people that have high quality systems because that's the expectation of the renters. To hear that people, that's your oh. local friendly property management company like North Kenny Property Group. <laughs> there you go. Good, good plug. Good plug, Bob. That's the key. It impacts bottom line stuff and even property managers. I mean, in order to stay competitive, this is an age where you got to find out which touch points you can eliminate, stay lean and competitive and provide a consistent uh, service. But if anybody's ever curious on here, they can reach out to us at info at propertymeld.com. And Bob, I think you've got a link somewhere on your, your site. Yeah, as well, we'll put that, a link uh, up in our episode notes where if you're, we mostly have investors, but we do get a lot of property management companies and a lot of uh, real estate brokers listening into the podcast. So we'll have a link up in our show notes when this goes live. And hey, thank you so much for joining the show today. This is a great episode, very much appreciated. I would just like to make a quick plug to post a positive review for Property Management Brainstorm. It will make our day, always excites our team, and it would also pay it forward because we love great guests like Ray on the show. And if you give us good reviews, it encourages other people to come on the show as well. So that concludes today's show. Thank you so much to our listeners for joining today's Property Management Brainstorm episode. Until next time, we will be in the field working hard for our clients to maximize their property value and rental income and maintain top tenant relations. And we will see you next time.